You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check-In. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And today we're doing a check-in and a bit of a game and a game we are excited about. It's going to get yes. contentious. It's gonna. We're going to fight. It's going to be... I hope so. I hope so, too. I actually genuinely... I, I kind of want to fight a little bit about some things, so... Let's do uh, it. Let's this, do it. This is going to be good. Well, uh, Chris, let's let's start talking about a couple things that have that have come out recently. You know, okay. we're, we're in this time of, uh, of, unfortunately, not a lot of good news coming out of Hollywood. There's lots of delays. James Bond yeah. isn't coming out until November, and uh, you know, all these other things have been pushed. But we you know what some, I did find interesting? Yeah. I know we didn't even talk about this, but Artemis Fowl, which is a oh, yeah. Disney big budget uh, kind of film that's due to hit theaters this summer, yeah. is still coming out, but directly to Disney Plus. Oh, they're going to do that. Good for them. Yeah, it's it's, it's not they're not even they're not even doing the kind of you know pay for a rental deal. It is just straight to Disney Plus. I've heard that the movie's not that great. It wasn't I getting if like it's like that. If yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. Oh, that stinks. I, I like. I I only read the first one. Um, but I it's a beloved series. I don't you know. I don't know yeah. if if your girls have gotten into it at they all. Are, they they're, are. They're they're interested and excited about Sweet. it. They've seen the previews and they've you know they're aware at least of the character in the books. I don't nice. think they've read them. Sure. Um, but yeah, who's, yeah, they're excited who's about it. The main character. Who are some of the stars? I don't. I actually don't know. Do you have any idea? Yeah, that's a that's a really really great question to ask, and I should have had right, that you know, right on air on the spot. Right, you, you ask me the tough the tough questions. <laughs> and, and what's its budget? Can you just pull you know that one up yeah, too? Is, you don't know that off the top of your head. I'm doing my best, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. How do you spell Artemis? Artemis. Uh, there it is. Okay. Well, it's still not not there working uh, it's still not there anyway all right so there's some good stuff here anyway yeah this is it's, great it, this is great this I'm is ex- great Can i've you- known about it coming out but i i never i hadn't looked into into who it was going to be uh this is the high quality material you guys can come to expect from the geek card check podcast when kate is not here <laughs> and, and hasn't unprepared given us, <laughs> and hasn't done the research that we rely on her for <laughs> nope so exactly uh, right is, yeah this is it's, she's coming she's coming back we're all gonna be good she's had some technical problems uh, but the other thing that's coming out, the good news um, that has come out of Hollywood is there's a two, I believe it's two part Vanity Fair uh, article going deep into uh, Dune, Denis Villeneuve's hmm. Dune, which cannot be more excited oh, about this, man. I am so pumped. And, and you, you, ha- you don't have too much of a, of a relationship with Dune. Like, did you see the not movies? Dune. But Denis Villeneuve, um, but I am. Denis Villeneuve, I, oh, he's amazing, right? Yeah, oh. if, if I'm saying his name right, I hope I'm not completely butchering it. But either way, his movies Arrival is among oh. my top, probably top my, my top five 100%. of all time. I love, I love Arrival. Let alone so. the visual feast in a, in a very different way than Arrival. I mean, Arrival is a beautiful film, but the visual feast that is Blade Runner 2049. Uh, oh yeah, Academy no, Award winning. Blade Runner 2049 yeah. like yeah. oh uh I don't know I wonder if Roger Deakins is also shooting uh uh shooting this as well but it's Dune um Frank Herbert's Dune is is Chris and I were talking about this off air um I would say it's the Lord of the Rings of sci-fi if you haven't read it um I mean mm. certainly like get into you know <laughs> you hunker down for a little bit and you know uh get some coffee it's it's, it's a it's a beast of a read but it is um it's really fantastic the sequel I just read 
double checking. Yeah, I just read Dune Messiah. I think that's the second one. Now I'm now I'm mixing these up. Um, I read Dune Messiah. Um, not long ago, over the summer, I had only read the first one. I've read the first one two or three times, um, but the sequel. Now I'm thinking it's Children of Dune. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, the the sequels are shorter. They're more digestible. Um, you know, you you don't have as much of a learning curve because you know the world. Uh, mm. And so the books, I think the books are really good, but definitely, um, you know, they're they're more like Star Wars philosophical sci-fi. We're not talking hard sci-fi. It's not the Expanse. Um, but man, wait, wait, hang on. It's Star Wars or it's philosophical. Those are, feel like those are two very different things. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, uh, Star Wars tries. It, it tries. It wants to be. It wants to be philosophical. Certainly uh, is not. <laughs> uh, but but more of well, I, I would almost say like you know sweeping grand romantic. You know, in, in that in that same way, there there are some there's there's some philosophical moments to Star Wars, whether they work or not. That's there's there's another thing. But uh, okay. But Timothy Chalamet plays uh, plays Paul, who's the main character. I mean, this has got an all star cast: Josh Brolin as Gurney Halleck, uh, who's a, a a soldier who's training him. Duke Leto and and Lady Jessica Atreides, who are his parents, are are uh, played by Oscar Isaac and Rebecca Ferguson, who we love and yes. is amazing. Um, yes. Javier Bardem is is in it as well. This is a this is a phenomenal cast. Zendaya. Zendaya, oh, Zendaya huh? is in it as well. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's right. Uh, yeah, and these the photos that they shared. These these are all from the you said Vanity Fair, right? Yeah. Uh, article. Mm-hmm. These photos look really cool. They look. I mean, they, were, they remind me a lot of the the Star Wars set photos mm-hmm. that we had seen before. You know, there's not a whole lot of detail other than seeing some cool um, costuming, right? Um, and you know, because there's in like a desert, right? Uh, oh, and but, you know, Josh, a desert planet. It's yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. But Josh Brolin in his like getup looks looks pretty cool here. Oh yeah, looks pretty cool. There's it, it, all of the different getups have been kind of neat. The still suits that they're wearing, like they you know people on Dune wear these these water reclamation suits that are basically completely seal them up from from head to toe and, and like even even to um, recapture and reconstitute you know urine and moisture from their mouths so that they can stay alive in these these horribly hostile climates. And uh, so I mean it's just a it's a cool world. Um, mm. and it makes, you know, the, the, things we haven't seen yet, you know, are like, um, Baron Harkonnen, who is this like Jabba the Hutt character. Like he's human, but he's like monstrously big and cartoonishly, uh, crazy. He's played, he's going to be played by Stellan Skarsgård. Um, mm. and, uh, in, I, I hear in full prosthetic, you know, get up, um, the things we haven't seen are, are him or the sandworms, which are, uh, iconic, um, although if you go back and look at the atrocious third Hobbit movie, you can see inexplicable sandworms, uh, uh, <laughs> present in middle earth. So, you know, maybe, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, that, that piece of garbage. Um, so we, uh, anyway, <laughs> we, we haven't seen sandworms here yet, but anyway, I'm psyched. I cannot wait. Uh, I was telling Chris, you know, I want us to do like a, like a Dune little mini series of podcasts when it comes up of, you know whether we whether we read one of the books and talk about them, you know watch like the garbage. Uh, I don't know if this is a hot take, but the 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 garbage uh, David, is it David Fincher or David Lynch? I always mix them up. Who did the Dune movie in the nineteen eighties? The William Hurt um, yeah. uh, led oh, one. Oh no, that one is the Sci Fi Channel. Uh, oh right, which right. Actually, is is watchable. It's not terrible. It's it's. I mean, it's certainly like two thousand like Sci Fi or nineteen ninety nine Sci Fi. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 2000. Yeah, 2000. I just just 
I think I actually have seen this version yeah. of it. Or it's at like least James I've... McAvoy, I think, is is uh, Timothy Chalamet's character, and William Hurt is in it. Maybe maybe James McAvoy is in the later ones. I can't remember if he's in that one or not. Um, yeah, I don't see his name here. He must be in the but... sequel, the sequel miniseries. Um, it's it's good. Like it's, I mean, for nineteen or for two thousand sci-fi channel, you know, it's it's good. Um, <clears throat> it's a decent. It's a I would just a, just you bringing up two thousand sci-fi channel gives me a little bit of chills. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. But the thing we, gonna be... we gotta watch and talk about is the documentary Jodorowsky's Dune. Have you seen that? No. It is the trippiest documentary you will ever watch. It no, is, I love documentaries. Don't 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 tease me like it's, this. It's amazing. It, it is truly. It's one. Of, it's maybe like top five documentaries for me. It's so good. Um, it's and I, I don't know where you can get. It. I think uh, like Canopy or some of these other the library streaming services uh, have carried it. But um, hmm. but it is. It's a, a you know, uh, this this filmmaker. He's he's Spanish or he's Mexican. I can't remember. Um, this filmmaker. Uh, Jodorowsky um, said decided he's this like super experimental, crazy filmmaker um, decided in the seventies, like pre star Wars, I believe um, said, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this, this movie. And he had like David Bowie cast and Mick Jagger and like some of these like crazy people cast in, in it. like Orson Welles, I think um, were, were set to play major characters in in dune and he had these awesome concept artists um like put it together um he and, and the cool thing about this documentary is you know it's the greatest movie never made is what they're what they're saying but um they trace this it's exactly geek card check now that i'm thinking about it they trace the seeds of this movie that all these th- people he contracted like he contracted hr geiger i think and a few others and and um trace the seeds of it into geek culture and how influential it is, even though it was never made. So like Geiger went to like design alien and alien and yeah. influenced Lucas. He, like he may now some of it is this guy's outlandish. Like he basically claims credit a bit for like inspiring Everything. George Lucas, but yeah, but whatever. It's kind of silly. It's, That's kinda it's silly. cool. It's cool. So we Interesting. should, we should talk about that. What's the name of the documentary itself again? Jodorowsky's Dune. Jodorowsky's Dune. Yeah. Okay. It's, it All is. Right. Oh, it's cool. We should talk about that one sometime. So. Sure, sounds good to me. So, Chris, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, I can't I can't wait for it. It'll be good, and I believe it's still on track to actually come out the the end of this year. So, yeah, that shouldn't be delayed. I mean, I, w- I would assume well, they're just in post production right now. That that shouldn't be like crazy delayed. You you assume they can send animate animators can do stuff at home. I don't know, but I don't know. That's a big assumption, but we'll we'll see what happens. I'm hoping that they're still able to to fit that schedule. They say that they are. Yeah, from last I've heard. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. So what else, what have you been watching? What have you been up to? Well, you know, it's interesting. The screeners, our sister podcast, just reviewed um, Devs. Um, and uh, I really want to talk. right? Uh, yeah, FX and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, if you either have either of those particular services or networks, you can watch Devs. And um, I really, really enjoyed Devs. Have you watched any of, of Devs? I've watched Tyler? six of the eight episodes. Okay, um, so you haven't finished it yet. No. So, and I'm, we're not, we won't trippy. talk spoilers. I, I will say it is trippy. <laughs> Are you a fan of Alex Garland? Now, Alex Love. Garland, just just for those of, those of you who might not know, he's the one who direct directed and I believe wrote mm-hmm. uh, Ex Machina, and I think he adapted um, 
um, Annihilation. Yes, because Jeff Vandermeer wrote it, but but he made it right. better than those books. I really didn't like the books. Um, Got it. So I, I I approve of his adaptation. I like his his visual oh, yeah. style and flourishes. This his feels like a pacing trilogy with those three. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree, but I think it's just his his style of directing. He likes to take his time. It is not uh, an action heavy sci fi. Um, no. This is philosophical sci fi. Oh, oh, yeah. This, this <laughs> uh, reminded if, me. If there was it, one. What did you think about this? It reminded me of Michael Crichton at his best. Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah, no, it does. Asking big questions and there's like science and philosophy and all that stuff. Yes. And that's why I think I really enjoy it because yeah. I like, you know, when those things are. Not necessarily the plot, right. but more supplement or supplementary to the plot yeah. and actually make the world feel a little bit cooler because they'll bring up an idea or a concept. And if you wanted to, it's almost like a little asterisk. You could yeah. like say, oh, I'm going to come back to that idea and see what that philosopher, because all the stuff that they're referencing is real oh, yeah. stuff that you can go check out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of, that kind of stuff is cool. It's very Michael Crichton-like in that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it is. It is, um, there's some stuff I'm loving, loving about it. Uh, Allison Pill is in it, who we've, you know, been talking yeah. about on, on Picard. Could she, not be more different oh, yeah. from her character on, on Picard. Picard, she is kind of a, she's a goofball. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, goofy <laughs> and exactly, exactly. She's and here, scary in this. Like she's, yeah. I don't, <clears throat> where I am season six, I don't or sorry episode six i don't know what to think about her you know yeah. um there's there's a bunch of stuff and you know we won't get into spoilers here but there's you know kind of reveal upon reveal upon reveal about her and you're just like so, yeah so what does this mean you know it's 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 so interesting um i, I will say yeah, some, I, yeah no go ahead I, I was gonna say i recommend it and i think it's 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 a lot of fun i really want to hear what you have to say about it after yeah. we finish so i don't want to spend a whole lot of time sure, sure. talking about it now and if we did just review it literally on the screener yeah, so definitely go you can listen, hop over there yeah listen to yeah. it over at the screeners podcast i wasn't on that episode as maybe when yeah when we finish it we'll we'll talk a bit more because or we when should. i finish it uh because man just even going into the visuals a little bit like it is they they have made some choices that are well, that are off-putting sometimes but that are also like super intriguing visual, like a visual way to, to depict some of these theoretical kind of quantum computing, uh, you know, ideas. They're, they're pretty cool. So, um, yeah, but I, but I, again, I haven't finished. So I don't even know, like, where are they headed with this? So speaking of all of that, you're not watching Westworld yet, right? You're waiting until they complete the season right. to catch I'll, up. Is I'll that what probably, cause yeah, I, I didn't realize that it wasn't a longer season. And so I, yeah, yeah. So I'll probably start tonight or tomorrow to finish on time. Well, it's interesting because Westworld season three is tackling a very similar topic is it? to devs in a very different way. Sure. Um, and so, but it's, it's fascinating because these two shows I think are equally excellent, but they are, they are quite literally hitting the exact same topic. That's interesting. Um, and, and, you know, which is like crazy. Picard is a little bit, I mean, it's certainly not going into, you know, the same details, but we're just getting these, these, yeah. maybe it's just, you know, our world and where we are, where we're going with, with I'm trying to say this without spoilers, but you know, like where we're going with, with, with computers and with, with technology, it's, it's interesting. You know, Picard digs into and, and discovery dig into AI hugely, which is not right. exactly where dev devs is, but Westworld is, you know, all about AI. Um, yep. uh, it's like, so where 
it's just interesting that this is is something obviously that's through sci-fi has always come up, but we're hitting it I think more frequently now, you know. Yeah. And then so those are the things I've been watching devs and Westworld like yeah. intently. And then last night I hopped over to iTunes and they were having a sale Ooh. and I just want to give a quick shout out. I've been waiting. I really wanted to buy it, but I wasn't going to spend 20 bucks for it. Uh, even though I really enjoyed <laughs> uh, Terminator Dark Fate, Ooh, um, you did. but it is. It is $10, nice. uh, $9.99 on almost, iTunes. That's bargain bin right there. That's okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason not to. I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, no, not even <laughs> not even a question. Bam, it's mine. I own it now. Um, we so, ripped it apart too, didn't we? I thought we did. I don't think oh, so. You, I don't. You weren't there. I don't think you were on that episode. I don't episode. think so. I think it was Kate and I and Daniel. Was Daniel the one that was on there? I don't know, man. I really enjoyed Dark Fate actually quite a bit. Yeah. Um, one of my, it's, it is not, I mean, it's, it's not in the pantheon of T2. It's not Terminator 2. Yeah. No, it's not Terminator 2 at all, but I think it is a solid, solid film. Um, but I haven't revisited yet. So I've only seen it once. Yeah. So I wanted to see it again. Better. Have you, have you watched it yet? I have not okay. watched it yet. I just okay. purchased it last night. It was late last night. Sure. I, I was like, <laughs> like I'm looking around. I, you know, iTunes like recommends like yeah. certain things, and it was like you can rent it for like a dollar ninety nine or something. And I was like, oh, I wonder how much they're charging to actually just buy it because I want the special features, sure. the full length yeah. commentary oh. with a Tim Miller. And so nice. I wanted to hear like him because he's a fascinating dude because he comes from VR, uh, the VFX side of things. He, right. he owns a, a blur digital that does all of the you know, visual effects. So I find that really fascinating. I like totally. his perspective on things. And so that's why I wanted it. Cause I wanted to listen to his commentary. Uh, so I'm, that's probably what I'll end up doing is nice. watching the film again uh, in the background while I'm doing other things and listening to his commentary. Yeah. So oh, that'd be kind that's of my cool. plan. Well, yeah. I, yeah. So I, so I just bought something that I haven't, that I haven't done anything with yet. So, so, uh, uh well, we're, we're talking about that. So uh, PlayStation yeah. four is having a sale. Uh, yep. right now and because uh, you know we're all at home so good for them um, we are, yes, they, they know how to market <laughs> they, well they know what they're doing so so two things I just bought actually um, and uh, one of them wasn't as much on sale the other one was 50% like, I think it was like 65% off or 75% off um, so the first one I bought and this one is definitely going to to wait a while I just bought it because of the of the, the price um, was Skyrim I had never played Skyrim which everybody went nuts about a long time ago it's big immersive world um, yeah. so I'm, I'm excited about that but the other one I'm actually more excited about this is uh, is a, uh, an indie game I think it's an indie game called Firewatch have you ever heard oh, of yeah. that? You, yes I have yeah. yes I haven't played it but I've, I've heard of it yeah I'm super excited. You know, I love I love good story based games, The Last of Us, you know, The Witcher, things like that that are just you know just powerful story uh, stories. And I hear Firewatch is one of those, and it's it's unique. There's not, um, you know, it's it's kind of a mystery. I'm I'm excited about that one. So I just from what that. I hear, it's it's more of a almost a not a novel, but more of just kind of a. a what do they call it? A walking simulator. Yeah. You know, there's there's not it's it, it's more like an interactive experience yeah. more than it is a game Good. if that makes sense which that's so, kind of yeah. more of what i would look for like i would say that's kind of like red dead redemption where of course you you have have you played that one at all red dead no. man that no i've not Oh, that one! I just was playing through it again. Like it's it's such a good movie and or it's a good game and game the uh, the story is 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 good. But I also I love the world. I love a good sandbox world where you can just yeah you know explore and and so that's kind of what I was looking for with this. So I'll I'll on another check in I'll I'll talk about that because that I I think 
yeah, that one I think I'm going to have, have a lot of fun talking about. So cool. Awesome. Well, good stuff. Nice. Well, we've, we got a game to play, I think. Yeah, I think we're, we're yeah. going to go ahead and pit two films, two sci-fi films together. We're going to the screeners. We reviewed devs and we did a flick chart um, segment. And we're going to start a flick chart of our own here on the Geek Card Check. But instead of um, all film, we're going to focus on genre films. Ooh, I like so it. Science fiction, horror, um, you know, we may dive into some other, you know, aspects of, of kind of subgenres sure. and other stuff, but mainly sci-fi and horror. And today you, we're going to start. Can you let everybody know what Flickchart is? What's the, yeah, what is the thing? Absolutely. So we're going to pit two films uh, against one another. Tyler will choose what he think is, is the better of the two films. And then I will. And if for some reason we don't agree, right. And so oh, like, yeah. you know, there's only two films, there's only two of us. And unfortunately that's the way it's going to have to be. Normally there'll be a tiebreaker with yeah. Kate here. She'll be able to kind of break that tie. But if, if we, if we haven't seen the film, neither one of us will have to, or either one of us will have to remove that movie and it'll add something else. But if, if we can't choose, in other words, I've chosen one, he's chosen the other, we'll go to Rotten Tomatoes. And whatever one has the highest Rotten Tomato score just wins by default. Ooh. So, for instance, we're going to start, um, and the two films in our, we're, we're going to start with a subgenre of sci-fi action. Nice. So these are all sci-fi Oof, action I'm films. Uh, yes. So we're going to start with Rogue One oh. versus... Mad Max. Like Tyler, the, original, the original Mad Max. The original 1979 wow. Mad Max. Uh, that's uh, hands down for me, honestly. That's Rogue One. Like, no question for me. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I like Mad Max. I really do. Um, wait, now, this is Mad Max Road Warrior, right? This is not... Cause, as far as... I, all that gives me right here is Mad Max 1979. I'm pretty sure the 79 one is, is like the original, original one. And, and, and yeah, I'm pretty sure. Either, either way, regardless... Rogue One is is my it might be my second or third favorite Star Wars movie. Like it it beats out a bunch of different things. Um and and Star Wars is up at the top of my my you know my list of things that I love anyway. And I think you know Rogue One is just such a perfect narrative. It's it's a uh, it's a good bridge between the prequels and uh, the original trilogy. It's a great action movie. Frankly, there's some some mm-hmm. fantastic set pieces in there. So yeah. Uh, all day long and, and Mad Max is good it's good Mel Gibson it, but it's weird it's a weird movie uh, so I'm going Rogue One all day yeah I, I, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on it just because Mad Max just missed it for me I, I was never into Mad Max and when I when I saw it it was just so not my cup of tea it's that weird. I just yeah <laughs> it's yeah strange so I'm not exactly sure why this fits into sci-fi action but here it is sort of yeah it's right right well so here no here here are the two the next two ones i think we're i'm gonna have to yeah the next two ones are dumb and dumber what and seven samurai i don't think either of those are sci-fi action yeah i'm gonna skip i'm gonna skip that Um, (laughs) i mean seven samurai wins but still it's like all right so here's here's the next one you ready yeah hook 1991's hook Versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Whoa! So have you seen also, both of these films? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and three is the one where they go back in time. The to samurai. China? Yeah. 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 Okay. And, uh, so so Hook is not sci-fi, but that's but that's fine. I mean, there's sci-fi elements there there's because 
it's sure it's sure sure well but right, it, right. you know we're in the geek realm we're we're fine we're, we're still in the geek realm i ooh, see i love hook? i think it's hook i think it's hook yeah me too yeah. no doubt hook all right well we're still agreeing this is not good we we're gonna we wanted to uh, should i have taken a hard stand on <laughs> ninja turtles three <laughs> yes all right so here are the other two indiana jones and the last oh, crusade no. yes that one versus batman forever i have the batman forever poster <laughs> hanging in my office you do. <laughs> it's right here right above my head if you were watching the video and it's the same poster that they're that they're listing here so uh, indiana jones last crusade versus batman forever so chris you don't have a an indiana jones and the last Crusade no. poster on your wall i don't no the ones i have on here are inception lord of the rings uh let's see here star, star trek, trek 2009, 2009 batman forever first contact and um the matrix revolutions uh, are on my are on my, I, my wall okay well yeah i mean i'm gonna take my stand it's it's last crusade all day long yeah, no, there's mean, there's no doubt all it's day last long. Crusade. Like, are we gonna are we gonna fight about that one too? no no <laughs> no last crusade's the best i love it yeah I this think is we so decided silly. when we did the trilogy, I think we decided that was the best one, wasn't it? Is that where we landed between Last Crusade is the best movie. I, I think yeah. it's the best it, one, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I think I think so. It's a personal. All right. So the next um head to head we have here is Jurassic Park three. Yes. Versus Jaws. <laughs> oh, the sci fi epic, Jaws. <laughs> I guess it's like a mutated. It's sci fi action, yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's a, action. I'll, I'll take it. Um uh, We're going to say Jaws, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, why was I thinking about that? <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. I've already clicked it because there's no doubt. Jurassic Park 3? Now, this is interesting okay. because one of these is not sci-fi, but here it is. We, we're here. We're going to follow the rules that Flickchart has given us. Gladiator, which the sci-fi, has no, the sci-fi action. You know, has no, no science fiction at all. Yeah. Versus, this is more of a... Thriller. I don't know if it has sci-fi in it. Mulholland Drive. I actually haven't. I saw seen that it one. once. Okay, well then we'll it's say on my list. But haven't seen. <laughs> All right, Gladiator versus Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. <laughs> that other that's, sci-fi that's the action first film. One. Hey, there's time travel in that one. I'll take it. Uh, mm, that's true. Oh, well, I mean, it's Gladiator. I mean, as a movie, as a sci-fi yeah. action, it's 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 Austin Powers. It's still Gladiator. <laughs> it might be. It's still Gladiator. <laughs> All right, I click on Gladiator. Here we go. How in the world? Are interesting. You? Here we go. This is interesting. Um, the Blair Witch Project. Yes. Versus Beetlejuice. Ooh. Uh, okay, so Blair Witch Project is not only ooh, my like in my top five of horror movies ever. It's it's yeah. It's probably in my top twenty movies of all time. Um, Interesting. I I just think it's phenomenal. Maybe not top twenty. It's, it's you know that's that's maybe going too far. But it's it's like like top fifty easy. Um, hmm. So I'm I'm saying Blair Witch. I think that is um, <clears throat> that is a yeah. It's it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. It changed cinema. Um, yeah, I think I think there's that. I think Blair Witch Project is hugely overrated um i think it is it it really is honestly like the 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 things that came after blair witch many of them are much better than the blair witch project and stuff like that yeah like the first paranormal activity is better than blair witch Mm. um i i I just found that movie to be just really irritating to me just like why, why am i why do i even care wow um i think a lot of it had maybe to do with the fact 
that people bought into it being real. Oh, they sat down and thought, well, maybe this thing is a, it's more of a found footage. Like, I mean, that's what the genre is called, but like an actual real, they found this foot, which is what it says at the beginning, but it's just all, I just found it more irritating. So for me, Beetlejuice is fun. It is quirky. It's crazy. I remember having a Beetlejuice like playset when I was a kid that had like the ooze that I could like, (laughs) I loved, I loved the Beetlejuice stuff. So for me, that's that. So would you mind going, we're going to, this, we got a tie. Would you mind going to Rotten Tomatoes? We're going to see. I have genuinely have no idea what's going to have a higher, whatever has the higher Rotten Tomatoes score, we're going to go with as the winner for our, our uh, Geek Card Check channel here. So yeah. the Blair Witch Project, and I, why don't and you tell say, us what... I'll say about, it's, it's loading right now, I'll say about Beetlejuice sure. is not... Uh, it, I I really have always find that, found that an irritating movie, kind of like you're, you're saying with, hmm. with Blair Witch. it. It wasn't funny to me. Now I do need. I, I will say it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe I would have another another opinion. But I actually found it more irritating than funny. I was like, I did not get what Michael Keaton was trying to do with it. It just it didn't it didn't wow. do it for me ever. Um, Got it. But yeah, it's something I should watch. All right. So Beetlejuice has an eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and the Blair Witch Project has an 87%. Yes, that's what I'm talking so about. So it just squeaks out. Critics so the Blair Witch agree. Project. Bummer. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Here we go. Um, our next head-to-head, 300. Frank Ooh. Miller's 300 versus Aladdin. 1992's Once again, neither, Disney neither Aladdin. Uh, what was the first one? It was 300. 300. Ooh. Versus ah, Aladdin. I'm gonna. Mm, I I really I like a lot of 300. Like I think I think there's a lot yes. of it that's great. It's a beautiful movie. Um, it is. It's you know fantastic action. I ooh I think I gotta give it to to Aladdin though. Absolutely. Yeah. Aladdin right? is without a doubt the the better film and the more impactful film. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Okay, our next head-to-head, one that we've are, we had on, and I think we did like a special watch of this one, Starship Troopers. Yes. Versus The Bourne Ultimatum. I believe it's the third one in the trilogy, if I'm not mistaken. Bourne Ultimatum, 2000- all day long. <laughs> Bourne Ultimatum all versus Starship Troopers. All day long. All day okay, long. well, let's go to Rotten Tomatoes, because I would definitely choose Starship Troopers. Oh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes I, I'm a huge have, fan. I think Bourne is like 96 or something like that. On Rotten is it yeah. really? That one's the one I think it got nominated for Best Picture. Okay, you you look up Bourne Ultimatum. I'm going. I'm looking up Starship Troopers right now. Let's see who is going to win this one. Uh, Starship Trooper. Are you ready? Do you have yours? It's loading. Actually loading this time. Okay, Starship Trooper. You're going to win. There's no doubt. Starship Troopers... <laughs> Has a sixty three percent on Rotten Tomato. Born Ultimatum has a ninety two. Ninety two. All right. Yeah, that one's a so, good one. That one's great. Born Ultimatum, ninety two percent. Wow. All right, here we go. Uh, the here we go. The Twilight Saga Eclipse. <laughs> Eclipse. Oh, that's the best one. That's the best one. Versus Aladdin. Oh God. <laughs> we're gonna say Aladdin, should I, right? Should I take the hard stance once again on? <laughs> please Eclipse. tell me we're saying. Please tell me we're saying Aladdin. That's that's the first one that I realized. Like I I back when I had a blog, which I I don't anymore. I think I reviewed that one on there and um, Eclipse, I should say. And I think I think I started that one with. Um, this is the first time where I where I absolutely realized I finally realized that that uh, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart 
had the ability to act. Like the first two, <laughs> not at all. And then the third one, I was like, oh, hey, this is what happens when I guess you have a good director who tells them what to do. But, yeah. Anyway. We're still choosing Aladdin, right? We are choosing After that digression. Okay, good. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Oh, wow. This is interesting. Okay. Okay. We'll do a few more and then um, and then we'll be done. So maybe I'm, I think maybe maybe three or four more sure. of these and then we'll be done. So we gotta uh, get a good contentious one here. This is True Lies. Mm. James Cameron's True Lies. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Versus The Princess Bride. Ooh. One of the most quotable films of all time. Of all time. I mean, I, I have to ch- I have to pick that one. Like I love True Lies. True Lies is great. I have to pick Princess Bride though. I mean, I I think I do too. Yeah. I mean, I really like True I Lies. It's one of it my favorites. Time. Yeah, but yeah. That's also I really. Telling. I, I've watched Princess Bride like yeah every year. You know, it, I don't know about every year for me, but I've definitely seen that many many more times. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. And I don't know how this is sci-fi action, but we're still in the sci-fi action genre. Most of somehow these have not here. been sci-fi action. Mi- Mission Impossible Three. Ooh. Versus Ratatouille, Pixar's <laughs> the sci-fi Ratatouille. Sci-fi. I mean, Ratatouille. it's a rat. A rat. That's true. He, he has cooks. to learn how to talk somehow. Maybe there's a science experiment we didn't see. So Mission Impossible Three and Ratatouille. Yeah. Okay, going with the rules of the game, and I will say I am also prejudiced against Ratatouille. I don't love Ratatouille. I need wow. to see it again. Oh, no. I've been told I'm wrong, uh, hmm. and so I, I need to see it again. Um, but I just didn't love it when it came out. Uh, I'm going with Mission Impossible 3. I love that one. I think that is uh, until well, until the last couple. That was that was like the Mission Impossible Renaissance, right? We had one which was good, loved, loved you know, it's a good solid one. Two, which is weird, um, and three is just it kicked it off. It was the J.J. Abrams, you know, his first directorial debut, I think, and and just really yep. really awesome. So that's that's yeah, it his for first me. feature length. Yeah. What about you? Yes. The Rabbit's Foot, man. All about the right? Rabbit's Foot. Yeah, no, Mission, Mission Impossible 3, too. And if you're asking me which one I'd rather watch right now, yeah, I'd probably say Mission Impossible 3. Oh, agreed. Oh, That's wow. why I'm I'm voting for it. But Ratatouille, I really like. I like, need to watch it again. I, I really enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, same um, composer so. for the two of those, I, I will say. Just they're randomly for that. I think Michael Giacchino does both. Yes. All right, so here we go. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um Kung Fu Panda versus <laughs> Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. This is so weird. What sci-fi films. genres are they doing here? Uh, uh, Kung Fu Panda or Anchorman? Okay, like this is yeah. just weird. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, Kung Fu Panda never did it for me. I'm going to go with Anchorman. And I feel the exact opposite. I was never an Anchorman fan. I wasn't either. I'd, <laughs> but yeah. it, it it did it for me more than Kung Fu Panda. I like Kung Fu Panda quite a bit, actually. Um, so, all right. Well, let's uh, let's head over to Rotten Tomatoes and see. I am choosing my Kung Fu Panda. Let's see what it says for me. That Kung Fu Panda, uh, two thousand eight, has an eighty seven percent. I bet you Anchorman is on Rotten Tomatoes. Right Where is Anchorman? The Legend of Ron Burr. All right, it is coming. Oh, 66. 66. All right, so Kung Fu Panda uh, yep. dominates in that it one. It does, it that's, does. That's significant. Oof. Okay, this is interesting. This is actually sci-fi action, yes. both of these films. Are you ready? Let's do it. 
I mean, technically the next sec- the, the the second one is comedy in there sure. too. But sure. Terminator Two Judgment Day. Oh, We're just no. talking about Terminator. Oh no. <laughs> versus Men in Black. Ooh, the original. Oh, I you mean the original. I Chris, <laughs> Chris, like it's you know yes. Terminator Two against anything wins pretty much. Like it does. It's like that. If 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 now if we're talking Last Crusade, Terminator Two, I I actually would have to really we'd have to we'd have to like yeah. at least hash it out. Now yeah, let's say for argument's sake, let's let's just argument's sake this. Yeah, Men in Black is yes. fantastic. That movie is funny. Yeah. It is. It is weird. It's uh. Is it Tim Burton? Did he direct the first one? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I have vivid memories of seeing that one uh, in the theaters. We had that on VHS, and like I wore out that tape. Um, it, it's just it just hit my funny bone in every way. My, it's good. What, what year was that? 99, 98? 97. 97. Oh wow. So yeah. So eleven uh, year old me uh, was was loving that one, um, and. And I wasn't allowed to see Terminator 2 Judgment Day for another couple of years. So uh, right, I, yes. I think I probably saw it actually right around then. Uh, I, I think I snuck my dad's, you know, recorded off of HBO tape and, and watched it or something. But but yeah, I think uh, it's I mean, it's for sure Terminator 2. I just want to make sure Men in Black had its due. That's that's all we're. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to argue here. Terminator 2 it's, is probably my, it's, it's probably Jurassic Park and then Terminator 2 for me. Oh, yeah. Are my top two films of all time. Okay, well, this is easy for me, but maybe not for you. <laughs> okay. Maybe you really adore this next film, Batman and Robin. Oh gosh, we versus went from Batman Forever, to Batman and Robin, <laughs> versus the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the 2005 uh, version of mm. that film. Mm. For me, it's easy. It, I'm gonna just go with Narnia. Narnia I really right? like. Yeah, yeah. And, I I I enjoy it. even if it was just the soundtrack alone. Totally. Um, I I really enjoy the Narnia film. Totally. So. You know, there's a uh, mini series or something like that coming. Like Netflix owns it now, and they're hmm. they're producing. I believe so. I don't know if they're like continuing it where the the uh, Walden Media ones uh, left off. I assume they're not because they don't own those previous ones. But I hear there's like it's mini series of each book coming out. But fascinating. Yeah, I had no idea. Super excited about that. I don't know if it's on hold with all this stuff. going. I assume something's on hold, but yeah, I, I'm psyched. Okay. So this is going to be our last matchup right. and it's got to be uh, a good one. Two, it's two Tim Burton films. Ooh, Are you ready okay. for this? Yeah. We got men in black again. Okay. Versus Batman returns. Oh, okay. Uh, of the two Tim Burton ones, that one's my, my least favorite, favorite of the two, but there's some great moments like Catwoman. Cat, yep. Like the whole Catwoman scene of of her flipping through the uh, the department store and like putting the the cans of hairspray in the microwave and I love that. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna plant my flag on that one. I'm I'm saying Batman Returns. That's what I'm saying. I've got a Batman poster in my office, y'all. <laughs> but I, you have Batman, Batman Forever in your office. There's a difference. I do. <laughs> well, when I there's a story there. Have I told the story on the podcast no, before? I'm not sure. The reason I don't know why. If you have. So, you know, I was a kid, right? I loved Batman. Yeah. And so, you know, I would, Batman Returns, when it came out, I was still young. I was like nine. Because that was 92, but, I think, right? Something like that. Yes. Yeah, 92 when it came out, uh, Batman Returns. And so um, I saw it, but it, you know, it didn't really speak to me. But like, I was a huge fan of Batman the Animated Series. Totally. Oh, man. And Batman Forever, when it was first coming out, there were so many trailers. Yeah. 
I recorded it off of like Entertainment Tonight and I watched that trailer hundreds of times. It looked so much more like the cartoon to me. I was just, I got so amped and excited about that movie. I bought a watch yeah. that had like the the Batman Forever logo. Like oh, I think I glow. had one of those. Yeah, I think I did too. I yes, I loved 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 the idea of of Batman, and I wanted a Batman Forever to be so great, and it wasn't yeah. great. But would for but some for good moments in that one, like that yeah. one is fun. Like yeah. Jim Carrey, actually, I like it. until the end. I actually don't like how it ends with him. But right. his Enigma is fun. His Edward Enigma is fun. His Riddler is, is decent. So all that to say, I'm definitely voting for Batman Returns. Um, I enjoy Men in Black, but it, Batman Returns has a special place in my heart just because of the character itself. All right. All right. Well, we're going to take a break from there. But if you'd like to view our flick chart, feel free to head over to flickchart.com slash geek card check, geek card check. And... Um, We've ranked, let's see here, 29 movies so so far. We've got our What's our top number one? Does 16. it have our, does it have our number one or something like that? Right now? Now, right now, number one is Rogue One. Yes. Um, so it's Rogue One, Hook, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, Jaws, Gladiator, Blair Witch Project, yes. and Aladdin. Yes. So those are our top right now, but those will definitely <laughs> change. We've evolve. not done enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've not done enough yet, but uh, there it is. There it is. All, All right, right I think that's it for us. I like it, Tyler. Take us, take us, take us home. I will. Well, so uh, you guys can always find us. We'd love to have conversations with you about what we've talked about here. How excited are you about Dune? How crazy are we for some of our flick chart picks? Uh, let us know. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter at Geek Card Check. We're on the face the Facebook. We're on Facebook the at uh, at Geek Card Check Podcast. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Keep in touch, and if you would. Rate us uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, especially on the iTunes store. If you would rate us, give us a five-star rating. Helps us to get discovered. Um, But yeah, thanks everybody and uh, live long and prosper. 